0: Uh, you're listening to Ingredipedia, a factual food fight podcast where every week my co host and I swap facts about a specific ingredient and maybe fight about it a little bit and try and win your approval. You yeah. Love, approval. likes, yeah. <laughs> social attention, attention in general. Just attention, um, yeah. My name is Emily and I'm joined by my co host, Ben.
1: Hello, Em. Hello, listeners.
0: Um,. Today, we're going to talk about oil.
1: Oil? Mm. Cooking oil, I guess, specifically. Yeah,
0: yeah not, not car oil. Yeah. Um, we're going to widen it up to more than just olive oil, although a large percentage of my week researching has been around olive oil.
1: Yeah, So. so widen it to cooking oil but it could be olive oil it could be yeah
0: it could be safflower oil
1: safflower oil is that a thing yeah was that yeah there's a lot of oils yeah avocado oil yeah peanut oil yeah um and you you do say that um we're not talking about car oil but you can create biofuel out of used vegetable oil
0: interesting yeah i read that oh no i read that like one form of olive oil must only be used for lamps. Oh. So we're also kind of talking about lamp
1: oil. lamp oil. Okay, good. Well, any any kind of oil, if once you eat it, it's food. Yeah, I guess that's the rule that we <laughs> stick to at in Encyclopaedia. So yeah, we're going to talk about oil.
0: Uh, I have to admit something. Um, I have a fear of hot oil. Mm. So it means that I've never deep fried anything really in my life. Really. I think I remember um, as a kid, my mum doing it once, and she was freaking out because kids and hot oil, I mm. guess, is like a scary combination. Yeah. Um, so I probably picked up on that. But also, when you think about it, the science behind heating oil is mm. terrifying. Like, So water boils at 100 degrees Celsius which is very hot. Yeah. Like if you, if you, you spilt that on yourself, that's dangerous.
1: Yes, that hurts.
0: But some oils can get to 300 degrees Celsius.
1: That's like three times.
0: Yeah. But you say that and I get it, I get 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 it maths wise, but that level of heat is just inconceivable to me. It's like telling, it's like saying, Oh, it's the temperature of the sun. I don't know how hot that is, <laughs> but I know it's really hot and I'm scared of it. Um, and I mean, being slightly burnt by spotted oil when you're cooking and that hurts. And like the oil has to uh, deep frying is like really technical. Like the oil has to be X temperature. Otherwise it's going to freaking catch on fire. I don't know how to measure that. <laughs> yeah. So there's just all these words. I'm an anxious little baby. I don't like deep frying. But, you know, I've got a food pod- podcast, so I have to grow up. My notes here are grow up and learn to deep fry. You have a food podcast, FFS. <laughs> So that was my motivation. Wow. So I found the perfect recipe, something easy. it can't suffer. up. Mm-hmm. It's just going to like allow me to overcome this fear and just conquer the basics. Yep. So I went with deep fried mozzarella balls. Yeah. I bought a thermometer to clip onto the side of my pot, double checked which kind of oil to use, triple checked it, <laughs> looked up some videos. <laughs> and then I dipped the little baby bocconcini balls in flour then some egg, then some panko breadcrumbs, and then it was time to deep fry. Okay. got a little recording for you. I'm nervous about that. Freaking out. Okay, I think it's at 190. I just threw a bit of bread into test. Okay, apparently it'll um, turn crispy in 30 seconds if it's ready. Oh, my God.
1: This is like the most... The okay,
0: it's only at 200. I'm going to turn it down to level cooking one. cooking <laughs> Oh, my God. This thermometer doesn't go higher than what it is right now. You I'm, look terrified. <laughs> okay, I'm really freaking out. <laughs> okay. That looks pretty crispy and golden. I'm just going to start putting these in because I'm... Oh, my God. Splash, splash. I shouldn't splash You're
1: like dropping that. them from quite a height okay, there. Okay,
0: going to do three at a time. Two or three minutes, it said.
1: Ah, uh, that's sounding.
0: Okay, they're actually silly. looking really golden and I don't think it's been two minutes. I'm gonna take a minute. Okay, just filled it a friggin' phone call <laughs> while hot oil was around, so that's not ideal. <laughs> but let's let's taste one of the ones that we just got out. So that's pretty good.
1: That looks good.
0: That's like pretty nice and crispy and golden got a taste. Oh my God! Stringy. <laughs> mm. yeah. This is Pizza Hut ad style. <laughs> very, very good.
1: <laughs> Strong endorsement.
0: There's yeah. So there was a lot of hot oil everywhere.
1: So, as well. so you overcame your fear, and you made delicious stringy cheese mozzarella. Yeah fried crispy balls. And
0: then I took it up another level because I got really excited. I'm like, what else can I do? Pride, this is <laughs> working really well. So I looked everywhere and my best option was anchovy stuffed olives. Yeah. So I did them in the panko breadcrumbs and the egg and the flour. And honest to God, they were the best thing I've ever made oh, in my entire life. Like they were so friggin' good. They reminded me of my first, um, Fine dining experience at Jamie Oliver's 15 restaurant yeah. um, when I was a teenager. And the first thing we had there were these warm deep fried olives and like, that was seriously amazing. And then I've just gone and added androids yes. to the mix and I'm my own hero. It only makes things better. <laughs> so if you're a piece of food in my kitchen, watch out because now that I'm, I I can deep fry, I'm, you're going to meet hot oil pretty soon. <laughs> okay.
1: All right. No joke. Each week, we don't tell each other what our facts are going to be because we dislike podcasts where people act surprised and aren't surprised. Oh, and
0: I can't. I can't. No. Why? and...
1: Yeah. And bad lie. liar. We don't <laughs> like it anyway. No joke. This is my next fact. Well, my first fact. Uh, I want to talk about safety. Okay. Uh, and I want to talk about safety because, uh, as you mentioned, oil gets very hot mm. and oil and water don't mix. We know that. Yes. Uh, but oil and water especially doesn't mix or doesn't go together well when that oil is at 300 degrees Celsius. Okay. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play you a video of what not to do because uh, it is quite dangerous to fry things. You're not wrong. Sometimes, you know, I, I will say that you are wrong, but <laughs> in this case, you're not wrong. And I'm going to show uh, a little video of what might happen if we don't take oil and water seriously. And I'm going to have to go for a little bit of a language warning here um, because uh, the the lady in the video uses some language. Uh, I'll tell you her name. Her name is, uh, she's, a, she's a Twitch streamer named, uh, I don't know how you pronounce it. It's like K, the letter K, and then Jane Karen. So it's like K-Jane Karen or K-Jane Karen. Um, she seems to be a Twitch streamer with 110,000 followers who specializes in, I guess, being hot. Okay. Is, that, is that a genre of Twitch streamer?
0: I think it's a genre of anything.
1: Sure. So she does, you can have a look at that there, Emily. She does things like um, plays golf with her friend while being hot. I don't know. That's like, oh, and she cooks while being hot. So this is what's going on in this Twitch stream uh, video that uh, was pointed out by uh, tech, technology blog uh, Kotaku. Let's go to the tape. So her frying pan is just caught on fire. She's added water to it. Oil help, has spilt onto help, her stove. Help, help! 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 I don't know
0: what to do, you guys. Guys, I don't know what to do. Help! Also, oh, this is live.
1: This is live oh, on she's Twitch. She's
0: legitimately asking her followers oh, for
1: help. Legitimately asking for help.
0: Shit! Shit! shit. Oh Call God. the fire brigade. Oh, don't rely on your oh, Twitch God. stream. <laughs> well, that's
1: the first rule. <laughs>
0: Oh my God, this is... I'm, I'm never deep frying again.
1: Well, she wasn't even deep frying. That was just some oil in a pan. I'm cooking
0: again.
1: So the fire goes out on its own steam. It smokes for a little while. Yeah. She's okay. Nothing Nothing bad happens there. But interestingly, the article from, from Kotaku... Um, the, the, the journalist who's like a tech journalist also used to work for the new South Wales fire brigade. Oh, wow. So I, I read this thinking, Oh, this would be a bit funny. And then I was like, well, that looks dangerous. And then I read the article and it's actually really uh, informative. So um, uh, she says, don't be, uh, don't be flippant about uh, oil fires or, or fat fires in the kitchen because they're the leading cause of home fires, particularly uh, partly because they happen so often, but also because in situations like this, they can be catastrophic. The initial fire uh, started here on the cook uh, started here on the cooktop is a fairly minor thing. She's talking about the the video that we, we just watched, um, and you know we've all we've all kind of burnt something at some point in our lives. But sh- uh, she added, uh, um, what's her name again? Jane Caron added water, um, added running water, which seems like the best option to put to put a fire out but that's what actually turns it into, into a life-threatening situation. So pouring water on a grease fire is like pouring gasoline on it, only in some ways even worse. Adding water to burning oil at that temperature causes the water to sink instantly to the bottom since oil and water don't mix, uh, where it becomes superheated against the pan and then explodes to get out because the pan's so hot, yeah, the water just like explodes and that spreads the grease everywhere and splatters. So if that fire had reached the cabinetry, it could have lit that on fire. Um, So, you know, it it was um, put on YouTube and watched 110,000 times and people laughed at it. But uh, this journalist uh, says, uh, while it's very easy for people to laugh at this, if you get anything out of the video at all, it's the knowledge or a reminder that don't, Ever put water in a burning oil slash grease fire. Instead, turn off the cooktop if you can, if you can get close enough. Take away the source of heat. Then use a fire extinguisher, like a non-water fire extinguisher, or a fire blanket on it before calling your local fire brigade. You basically Mm. want to suffocate the flames and not add water. Um, So
0: See, this is why I have a fire blanket. People laugh at me because I have one. But, like, it sounds like you need one. It sounds like it's not just an anxious... The thing that
1: anxious people do. No, that's it's very true. And uh, I should shout out the, uh, the journalist. Well, uh, not a she, actually. It's a guy, Luke Plunkett. So thank you, Luke Plunkett at Kotaku. Thought it was going to be a funny little article about a Twitch streamer setting fire to things. Actually learned something.
0: It also brought the vibe down
1: a bit. Okay, well, <laughs> let's go to the next fact and yeah, bring it I'll back
0: bring it up. Back. So I want to talk about the taste of olive oil. Um, And I want to take you back to um, pre-podcast days, so probably around 2014 or something, Mm -hmm. when we worked together. Oh, okay. So I remember I made banana bread or something one day, and I brought it into work. Mm -hmm. Everybody had some, and you had some, and instantly you said, you commented on the kind of oil that I used. And it freaked me out. I can't <laughs> my palate. Yeah, I can't remember how he described it, but it wasn't a compliment. It was like a statement. It was something like, "Wow, you used some insert adjective oil and olive oil in this, didn't you?" And I, I do remember the olive oil I used for that, and it was this really fancy extra virgin olive oil that my mum brought back from a holiday. Wow. This is back before I learned about what oils you use, and I forgot. I picked the kind of olive oil? No, you just said it was like very fruity or robust. Yeah, or yeah very
1: fruity Fruity. That sounds like something I would say, okay.
0: I've been thinking back to then and I was wondering if I too can taste olive oil. <laughs> so over, cause like, I don't really think about it. I just like, obviously it tastes good and I just put, put it on and use different ones for different things. Cause I've read that's what you're supposed to do. So over the past week, I've been trying out lots of different olive oils to see if I could taste the difference. Um, and of course, instead of just tasting them, I went way too far and started (laughs) drinking olive oil. (laughs) So let me explain. On TikTok, there's this woman called Olive Oil Queen, and she talks about how she drinks olive oil and has all these benefits for your gut and your skin and everything. And then Beyonce also apparently drinks olive oil with coffee. And of course, you know, olive oil is a staple of the Mediterranean diet, which is supposedly kind of the healthiest diet in the world, helps make you live longer and all that. Mm -hmm, So I want mm -hmm. it in. Yep. So the first thing I've been doing in the morning now is drinking olive oil, specifically pre 6am olive oil shots. (laughs) And the timing is important to me because due to my um, cystic fibrosis, I need to take my first tablet around Mm 5.30am with 10 grams of fat. So usually I eat like walnuts or a muffin or something like that. But this week I've been straight up Um, Drinking olive oil, leaving a little shot of it next to my bed when I go to sleep.
1: And that gives you your 10 grams just in that shot? Yeah. Whoa.
0: Well, it's about like 13 mils or 14 mils or something about Um, that's the equivalent to 10 grams of fat. I don't measure it exactly but about that. Sure, close. Um, So the results are inconclusive because, (laughs) as I said before, don't really pay attention to my body most of the time, but it doesn't seem to have had any positive effect at all. But actually the last few days I've kind of felt not as good. But, I mean, that mm. might just be very, very loose variables, very loose control as well, Yeah. this scientific study. Okay. Um, but the pros are I definitely know the taste of olive oil now. Yes. And its consistency. <laughs> it's very thick, oily consistency. And if I'm being honest, it's not the nicest thing to drink. <laughs> I'm going to stop doing that now. <laughs> wow. I
1: appreciate you doing it for this podcast. <laughs>
0: Well, thank you for saying that because now it's your turn. So I've kind of sprung this little <laughs> taste test on you. Okay. So I wondered, do you want to um, do a little taste test? I've got a few different types of extra virgin olive Let's oil. Let's do it. In varying degrees of intensity. And I'm keen to, so there's three like, um, I guess, more run-of-the-mill Australian extra virgin olive oil supermarket um varieties that are mm. all kind of the same brand in like different strengths and then there's one fancy one so I'm keen to see if you can pick out the fancy
1: so are one? you giving me a blind taste mm. yeah all right
0: and i'm sorry i don't have the little um tulip shaped blue glasses that you're spe- that you're supposed to do the olive oil testing okay. in i'm sure you have them i have them, <laughs> but i didn't ask you to bring them in so i'll um, just get it set up okay
1: okay number one it's quite yellow not super fragrant. Okay. So what am I I'm picking the fancy one? Yeah. Beyond that. that?
0: Beyond that, I mean you can use some adjectives to describe it, but mm, it's not like I can fact check it. It's not
1: it's <laughs> not super fruity. It's kinda I mean it's olivey. Mm. It's good. Okay. It's good, but it's not like I wouldn't pick that one as the fancy one. But maybe I'll come back to it. Okay. It's darker than the first one. Very almost like a greeny yellow more smell to it more more bouquet all right and i'm going in it's a lot smoother it's got a bit of peppery it's quite peppery that one quite peppery the first one wasn't it was very just sort of olive this one's got real pepper to it
0: you're only having a sip though. remember i was like
1: Mm. Yeah, that would probably be real peppery. Okay, <laughs> number two, inconclusive. That one could be the fancy one. Okay. Number All right, three. number three. Very bright yellow. It kind of looks more like a almost a sunflower oil or a vegetable oil. A mm. bit more fragrance again than the first two. But not a lot of... F- oh, <clears throat> that's real peppery. Whoa, that's like spicy.
0: See that cough you just did? Mm. Coughing after drinking olive oil is actually like a response to um, something in the oil with this thing called the TRPA1 receptor wow. in the back of your throat, which is actually there as a defense against noxious chemicals in the Okay, air. good. And so olive oil connoisseurs actually rate the quality of olive oil based on one cough, two cough, three cough.
1: Okay. Well, that was, how many costs was that? That was one.
0: Yeah, that was like a slight clip. But record.
1: that's the only one that's made me cough. And
0: to be honest, I didn't break the bank. <laughs> <I> <laughs> so okay, bad. all right. Also, yeah, okay,
1: all right. And last one. Darker steel. You haven't gone it I, I accidentally bought some really light olive oil. Mm-hmm. We're still trying to use it because it's like no one wants yeah. light olive oil. Come on. Oh, mm. that one's mm, okay. Smells, smells good. Mm. That's peppery. That's real peppery. I reckon this is the fancy one, number four.
0: Okay, that is the strongest of the generic.
1: Okay, all right. <clears throat> it's definitely peppery. Okay. And so, okay, do I get a second guess? Or number three, then, would be the fanciest one.
0: That was the one that you said was very bright yellow. And was that made you cough? Yes, the one that made me cough. That was the light.
1: Whoa. Extra virgin olive. Okay, I'm glad. Okay, all right. So (laughs) then number one was the fancy one. That was
0: the middle. (laughs) Okay,
1: number two was fancy. Here we go. I'm going back to it. I'll see if I can retrospectively taste the fancy.
0: Oh, my God. It brings me so much joy that you got it so wrong.
1: See, I like that one the least, I reckon. Well,
0: I'll have to let the, <laughs> the, the good, brand name know. The good people know.
1: Yeah, let's not name them in case they ever want to advertise their olive oil. Um, yeah. I feel like my hair's really shiny.
0: Yeah. Well, um, I'm glad you enjoyed it, um, but personally, I'm not. I'm not going back to drinking olive oil. I'm just going to be dipping bread in it and drizzling it on fruit uh, from now on. Yeah,
1: that's God's own food right there. Well, thank you, Emily. Okay, olive oil. We've just sampled some, or I have, um, is uh, is quite old. Yeah, That'd be correct. Good. I think you, you've been doing some research. How, how uh, old would you say it is? It's
0: apparently two and a half thousand. No, I don't actually know how you say years when it's in history, but 2,500
1: BCE. Okay. So, and how do we know that? Let's Wikipedia. talk about it. Yeah, Wikipedia. <laughs> but, but how do we know how old olive oil is other than uh, um, yeah, other than guesswork, hmm. archaeology? So I'm going to talk about an article from Smithsonian Magazine. I I feel like I go to Smithsonian a lot for this podcast. Thank you, Smithsonian. Um, This is about the world's oldest Italian olive oil. So Italian, we'll talk about other kinds of olive oil at the end. So Italians love olive oil. We know that. Um, In the Roman era, the commodity was so important that olive oil was collected as part of taxes. You had to pay your tax in olive oil. But when did Italians begin squishing olives to extract the oil, sometimes known as liquid gold, this article asks. Um, There's a a 2018 study of pottery fragments recovered from an archaeological site in Castelluccio, a village in the Apennine Mountains of central Italy, that shows uh, that oil was being produced in the region about 4,000 years ago. Um, And that actually pushes the timeline of the production of olive oil in Italy 700 years earlier than previously believed so yeah they thought maybe like yeah three thousand three hundred years ago olive oil that's it was in Italy but they found um, a, a broken pot 20 years ago they pieced it together from 400 fragments but then as the um, technology improved for how they examined the, the the remnants of the pot they were able to find out more so by 2018 They were using gas chromatography and mass spectronomy and the team discovered residue of oleic and linoleic acid, which is telltale signatures of olive oil. So nuclear magnetic resonance testing then helped them determine the age of the oil. Uh, The the results obtained with the three samples from Castelluccio become the first chemical evidence of the oldest olive oil in Italian prehistory. So using, uh, yeah, uh, nuclear magnetic resonance, gas chromatography, mass spectrometry. they It kind of blew their minds. They went, actually, I mean, 700 years is a long time. Think about like what was 700 years ago. It was like the dark ages for us. So that kind of blew them, blew out all the theories they had about how old olive oil was. Um, according to Daniel Dawson of, and get this, this is a publication, Olive Oil Times... Uh, I had a look at it. It's a genuine publication. Storage jars dating back to the 12th and 11th century BCE in southern Italy's Casenza and Lecce previously held the record for holding the oldest traces of olive oil. But while that was a big deal for Italy, it's only half as old as the world's earliest extra virgin olive oil. Uh, In 2014, archaeologists in Israel unearthed shards of pottery a mile from the city of Nazareth, which contained traces of 8,000-year-old olive oil. The oldest ever discovered and not only that while the that olive oil is long gone and would be rancid now and, and we wouldn't be able to eat it you can actually taste olives from the far distant past there's an olive tree in bethlehem that's believed to be four thousand to five thousand years old and the olive tree in Vouves in crete uh as as well as several nearby trees are believed to be two thousand to three thousand years old
0: that's wild. how does a tree live that
1: long well it doesn't live that long in my House, <laughs> oh, i can't even,
0: heat thing, I can't even that.
1: <laughs> so yeah, very, very old. Uh, you probably need some sort of nuclear magnetic resonance testing cannon or something mm-hmm. to, to find it out. But um, it's it's old, and it's even older than was first thought.
0: Yeah, my Wikipedia entry lied to me. <laughs> <laughs> How dare it! <laughs> So Ben, when you buy olive oil, do you look for anything in particular?
1: Uh, color. I yeah, know. definitely like we a darker. See that. Oh, cause no. they're in the, yeah. Um, I don't know, price. Yeah, that's the same.
0: <laughs> um, so you're not really brand loyal?
1: Not so much,
0: no. Yeah. I find the olive oil section of the supermarket very overwhelming. No. Oh, sorry, just the aisle, the oil aisle in general. Yeah. Particularly the olive oil yeah. section. Um, I usually try and get something that's locally produced that isn't gonna send me broke because yeah, olive oil is incredibly expensive. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to find out why that is. So modern olive oil comes in five primary grades. So there's extra virgin olive oil, Mm -hmm. the most expensive, then virgin olive oil, refined olive oil, pure olive oil and lapante oil, which is suitable for lamps only. (laughs) But overall in general, olive oil is really expensive when compared to other kinds of oil. And there are a few reasons why. And so um, there's this really good article on Tasting Table by Molly Harris that kind of goes into it. So the first reason is there are really specific processes and standards that the oil has to meet. So, for example, to achieve the grade of extra virgin olive oil, technically the oil must have no more than 0.8% acidity and it must be crafted by one of two methods, like pressing the olives with direct contact or by using centrifuges to press the oil out. And then I guess you've probably also heard of cold-pressed olive oil.
1: Mm, I've heard of it, but Mm. I don't know what it is. Yeah,
0: some of them were um, cold-pressed, but that means the olives are processed at temperatures at no greater than 30 degrees Celsius, which I guess is another layer of things you have to factor in, which brings up the price. But probably the biggest factor in price is the olives themselves. So obviously a lot of olives are grown in the Mediterranean and that's where the biggest olive oil producers are. Therefore, we have to pay the price of an import, but the specific olives themselves are hand picked, Mm -hmm. and it takes the olives of a few trees to produce just one kilo of oil. So, food foodiosity says it takes nine to eleven kilos of olives to cold press one kilo of olive oil. So, to like make the maths a little bit different, that's. Five thousand to eight thousand olives just to produce produce one liter of cold pressed
1: yeah. virgin olive. Oil. The, yeah, it's when you a think lot. when you think about it like that, that yeah, like, like how many jars would that be? Yeah,
0: I know. <laughs> like my mum like planted job. an olive tree and she's like, we're going to make our own <laughs> olive oil, and no, that's not how it works. No. <laughs> yeah. um, so in short, I'm going to be need to be reimbursed for the olive oil that you drank. <laughs> <laughs>
1: fair i really scalded a lot of it do you want i there's some left in this one no, we'll no, pour no, it all in no, together no no no, no 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 i'm done there <laughs> okay all right let me make it up to you uh with our next version of oil that we're going to talk about i want to talk about chili oil
0: i thought you would i thought you'd cover chili
1: oil i'm always going to cover chili <laughs> oil um so um chili oil is uh, such a staple in my house that i thought hey you know what? it would be good it would be good to get like Three different chili oils that I that I like, and I'll get him to taste them. I'll have to go and get some of them, and then I looked in my fridge, and there were three different chili <laughs> oils legitimately in there already. So
0: uh,
1: we've got a little taste test happening.
0: I can't help but notice that I have a lot more chili oil. Well, we can swap. No, it's okay. It's okay. Like,
1: <laughs> I mean, I know what they taste yeah, like. Yeah, okay. You've so. been generous. I get it. Uh- <laughs> <I'm just scared. laughs> So, um, so this is one, two, three. Yeah. One, okay. two, three. Um, yeah. I've got three different chili oils, uh, here. And this is a, this is a simple one. It's like, which one, so which we, one do you like? Okay. It's not nothing.
0: I'm scared that this is going to be like the time when we got the really hot chicken from Bell's hot chicken. Oh. <laughs> had to beg the bartender that, for a shot of ice cream. <laughs> that,
1: that chicken. Yeah. I've never done that again. Um, no, these aren't these aren't super spicy. Okay. They're yeah.
0: Okay. So number one,
1: I put them on a potato chip.
0: Okay, that was nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. Any picking up any?
0: Oh, dude, I like all food. <laughs> all right. It's really hard for me to describe okay. food. Um, I guess it's not super spicy. Yeah. It was kind of a bit sweet.
1: Yeah.
0: And. Um. Yeah, it was just really nice
1: Really nice, okay, good Number two
0: Okay, this one's spicy Yeah This one's hotter It is Not as sweet And mm. But still just like Not really oh, I guess it's like, it feels a bit spicy now that I've drunk water <laughs> <But> <laughs> Well, we know it's that it's like oil and water More than spicy Yeah like, I think the water made it me feel a, yep. a bit more
1: Okay, we're going to go to number three. And just okay. looking at number three, does it look different?
0: Oh, yeah, I haven't really been looking at it, have I?
1: Because one and two look pretty similar. Yeah, one... this one's got
0: like sesame seeds, mm. something translucent.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't think that one was very spicy.
1: No, it's not. It's not it as It was
0: spicy like maybe. a bit juicier. Mm-hmm. I like the first one.
1: Best. You like the first one best. Okay. All right. So would you put them in an order for me? So okay. one...
0: I like, well, it's hard to say because the second one was definitely the strongest. Yeah. And then the third one, I couldn't really taste that much, I think, because of the second one. Okay. So I think I just go one, two, three.
1: One, two, three. All right, cool. I will tell you which you preferred. I'm going to go in reverse order. Mm -hmm. The one you liked the third best Mm. Was the Chotomoto. Oh, no. Which is... uh,
0: Sorry, Tofu Papa. The owner
1: of Tofu Papa is also the owner of Chotomoto.
0: I could tell it was fancy by the way it looked.
1: Yeah. It's got big chunks of, um, like, fried uh, scallion.
0: I'm keen to have a milk uh, milk cleanser to and try that one. Again yeah, because I feel like it was
1: it, It's good, but it, it, to be honest, it's not my favorite. It is really it. Um, yeah, it's the Chotomoto crispy chili oil. Um, that they um Chotomoto is a Japanese restaurant that make uh, specializes in uh Hamamatsu regional style of cooking gyoza. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get like basically like a big pile of gyoza in a pizza box, mm-hmm. and you can get cheese on them. Mm-hmm. And this is where the the crispy chili oil comes from. And uh, I bought this, you can sort of get it out and about. I actually bought this one at Mortadelli in Torquay. Of course. Uh, I need to mention them every episode <laughs> and I might get a free coffee from Jake. Thank you. Uh, yeah, big chunks of fried fried scallion or shallot. Um, it's got, yeah, lots of fried garlic, fermented black beans, salt, sugar. It's, it's kind of sweet. Um, so that was number three. And i I'll be honest, that's kind of my number three mm. of those. Number two for you. Umami Puppy. Umami Puppy is another Melbourne-based brand. Uh, It's available at at Meatsmith. I bought this at Meatsmith. And I buy two jars at a time because this one is my favorite Mm. Uh, chili oil. It is, uh, as it says on the box, it is a ridiculous umami bomb. Like it's really, um, I mean, I guess they've all got the same uh, ingredients, but this one actually (laughs) notes monosodium glutamate. As a, nice. as a very clear ingredient in here. Um, and I love the story behind this one because it's a lockdown hobby that turned into a business. So accountant and business analyst Ethan Young had, he was just a big fan of chili oil. He didn't work in food. He was an accountant. Um, but he started in uni days kind of making his own chili oil for friends. And then uh, he started making big batches for family and friends during lockdown in 2020. And he made 50 different batches, experimented, nailed his recipe, and he started selling them on his Instagram, just on like his personal Instagram account. Uh, and then people like complete strangers jumped on and were like, we want to buy your your chili oil. So now he and his small team make about 80 kilograms of chili oil each weekend. Wow! Uh, and you can get, I didn't realize this, but you, you can get big jars of it, um, which would save him buying two at a time. Um, this is from an article in Broadsheet. Uh, he kind of describes it as having, well, it's got, yeah, crunchy bits of garlic, onion, shallots, vegan chicken stock powder, rock sugar. Uh, and then he's got a, yeah, a touch of, of cumin that gives it a slight curry-like undertone. And it's also got um, star anise and cinnamon bark in it. So it's yeah. much more spiced. That's my favorite, but you're not wrong. For going with number one, because it is the world's favourite chilli oil, the Ma black bean chilli oil. Um, you guys might, if you don't know it by name, you'll know it when you see it. It's got a picture of a pleasant old lady, um, an auntie. Uh, I think I
0: have some of that at home. Everyone
1: has some. Uh, old godmother is the is what, so Laoganma means old godmother. Um, it's a brand of chilli sauce. It was founded in... Uh, 1997 by Tao Huabi, who started a business in in Guangzhou, China. Uh, She's the lady on the label. Uh, She was born into a poor family in a remote mountain village and did not fully learn to read or write. She was widowed a few years after marrying her husband and having two kids, so she opened a noodle shop to support her family Um, and noticed that more people were buying her chili oil than her noodles, so she started packaging it up and selling it. And soon became well-known for the, uh, the source and is now a self-made billionaire with an international source empire. Lao Gan Ma was reported to have an annual income of uh, 4.389 billion yuan wow. in 2018, which is almost a billion Australian dollars. I'm going to assume that in the, uh, particularly in lockdown when people <laughs> were eating more chili oil, it got even bigger. So you are correct. For choosing the world's most popular chili oil. It is an absolute pantry staple for people all over the world. Um, and they've got all sorts of different types. There's ones with pork in it, there's peanut. I, like, I really like the peanut one, but sometimes hard to find. This is the black bean, which you can just get it at like anywhere. You don't need to go to fancy delis or Meat Smith or anything. Uh, I think I got this one at, you know, just my regular supermarket. So you've voted with the people, Emily and proven your chili oil uh, supremacy.
0: also I actually really like chili oil. Thanks for helping me discover that.
1: <laughs> now you'll know what to do with the one in your cupboard. <laughs> All right, so what did we talk about?
0: Well, I first spoke about overcoming my fear of deep frying and in the process, happening upon the best food I've ever made in my whole life, deep fried anchovies, stuffed olives.
1: And I talked about safety and why you're not wrong to be frightened of deep frying.
0: Second fact for me was just all over the shop but basically I touched on um, drinking olive oil, made Ben drink some olive oil and um, talk about the cough test with olive oil.
1: Mm-hmm. And I talked about the age of olive oil Italy's oldest olive oil and the very, very old olive tree in Bethlehem.
0: And for my final fact, I just talked about why olive oil is so damn expensive.
1: And I made Emily eat a whole bunch of chili oil, which she appreciated.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I did. Thank you. So you can vote for whose facts you found the most interesting on our Instagram, which is simply at Ingridipedia. And um, yeah, you can vote for me if you want. You can vote for Ben if you want. Um, my dad keeps telling me that he writes for me And then actually just writes for you yeah. so I don't know what's going on
1: Thanks Greg, appreciate your support um,
0: and I think at the moment you have a slight lead On the last episode, which was Tofu, but I mean Due to circumstances, <laughs> out of my control <laughs> It only recently went live <laughs> uh,
1: Yes, well hopefully This will be up uh, much Sooner than the last one did Thank you for waiting, thank you for sticking with us Please help us with the algorithms like share review five stars obviously um yeah. and uh tell your friends
0: yeah see you next time bye bye